Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Point Break Minute, everybody, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And I'm ex-president of the United States, Richard Nixon. <laughs> I'm yes, not a crook. I'm not a crook. No, I'm, uh, fortunately I'm not Nixon. My name is Andrew Marcus. Man, you did the best introduction there. We should have all done that. Oh, well. Uh, so, the ex-presidents. Yeah. Oh, we should start with how this minute starts and ends. Uh, it starts with <laughs> two bricks coming up. Coming from Gary Busey there. He's just getting ready to do his dive. And, uh, and he punctuates that with a crazy scream where he goes, <laughs> not like that. I don't and, want to do the and, whole on. And but. utterly fails to dive. <laughs> he just does a crazy person's scream and just kind of launches himself sideways into the pool. Flops into the water. Flops into the water. So that that's, I feel like that's first evidence of Busey kind of like, he's, that's he's got a, a few screws loose in this movie. Like, I mean, so far, he's been pretty normal up until this point, besides maybe the towel. The towel. But I feel like that, that could have been a direction, too. Like, I mean, what else? He's supposed to do something. He can't dive into the pool with the towel, but that's the last minute. Anyway, yeah, the crazy scream and dive, like, I feel like not many actors would have made that choice. I feel like Catherine Bigelow just told him, like, yeah, now you need to do the dive. And then he was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, you're making it sound way, way yeah. more frightening than it actually yeah. was. He's I mean, the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm just doing the best I can here, everyone. It's, I'm sorry. It's like, it's like the... It, it, I kept thinking it sounded like when um, when Goofy's like, you know, Goofy. It's like, yeah, like, like that yeah. thing, which I can't do either, but... That's, that was more accurate. It's like a screen. It's like a fun, you know, I'm, I'm the, diving into the water. The sound you were making had malice in it. <laughs> Like harm, harm was coming to me in my household. Okay, okay. My crops were going to fail. That's enough critique of my screaming, people. I just I can't take much more of that. My screaming is important to me here. My abilities. I apologize. Anyway, the minute ends with uh, Ronald Reagan or someone in a Ronald Reagan mask saying, "Your money's insured." Yeah, I'll spoil alert. It's not really Ronald Reagan. Darn. It's some. It's a Ronald Reagan mask, as far as I can tell. He was an actor, though. He was an actor. And he was alive at this point. He could have he could have made an appearance. He could have ah. re- reprised reprised his uh, acting career on yes. Point Break. Yes, I mean after Arnold Schwarzenegger left uh, left office, he started doing movies again. Why not Reagan? <laughs> Why not? I wish he had. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, we have that crazy dive, and uh, after after the crazy, you know, I mean, I'm not going to try and do it again. Please, I know you please got... don't. <laughs> An ill omen has fallen on this house. Uh, the King of Teeth is here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's coming. No. Uh, after that, we cut to the inside of a car. And pretty pretty right off the bat, we see some naked pecs. Yep. Yeah. Are those, are those his pecs? You know, I'm yeah. not sure. I did... Uh, I think he's in, the, he's in the front seat. He's in the front seat. I think. I think the pecs are in the back seat. Ah, I yeah. think that's from what I could tell. It, it, this this section is very quick cut, so it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's uh, you know where everything is. Well, it's, we're not, we're not supposed to know who they are yet. We're not supposed to know who they are. That's true. Um, and also, I, I was also gonna say. I mean, I did watch uh, 
I've seen this movie before, obviously, and we will, spoiler alert, get a little uh, bit uh, better view of uh, Patrick Swayze's pecs later on. Um, but I did watch uh, Dirty Dancing uh, the other week, and his, I think his pecs look a little different. They're a little bit, like, sort of squ- more square. Mm, but, Murn candy. I don't know. It's hard peck to it, it can can be. It is hard to tell from Murn, this, uh, Murn candy peck de, peck detector. Peck detector. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, peck this... peck detective is is pretty good. Um, I think we find the title of the episode. I think I think. Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, I think I think I think you might might want to be careful uh, that the the Carey estate might sue you over its similarities to the seminal family friendly comedy film the Ace Ventura. Pet Detective. Really? No. I don't think Jim Carrey thinks about that movie that much. No, I don't think he does either. But uh, we could have a whole other podcast on what Jim Carrey is thinking about these days. Again, I'm here to just... All I all I exist for, apparently, is to suggest these other great films, which could be added to the uh, film minute-by-minute oeuvre. Oh, that, that, I've done a lot of that as well. I think we, uh, we had... A Drop Zone Minute is the other one we wrote talked about quite a bit if you don't know drop zone <laughs> is the spiritual sequel to point break it's instead of surfing it's all skydiving and it stars wesley snipes are you shitting me no it, this movie exists oh my and, goodness and gary Busey is the villain what, Repri- what? reprising his role he's not the villain in this i mean he, it could have been him we don't know. Maybe he yeah, is. Maybe he is one of the, one of the ex-presidents. Maybe that's the twist. Um. So, so what you're telling me is the yes, it really exists. Two thousand shit. Fifteen point break remake. Point remake. Point remake. Point. Point remake. Point remake. Um. Is a sequel to both point. Bre- is actually not a remake, but a sequel to both point break. And Drop Zone, because that movie is also... And The Fast and the Furious. And The Fast and the Furious, because that movie is also ostensibly... A, a remake of... Yeah. A remake... Wait. No, this is, I'm going to go down the Fast and the Furious rabbit hole. We can't... We can't, we can't do that. That's a whole other... Yeah, this, this podcast is not too fast, too furious. Not I, yet. I would do... I, I would do a Fast and the Furious minute, Ugh. but it would mean I'd have to do ten movies at this point, I think they're planning to do. Yes, yeah, not like including that. the Rock spinoff. Okay, but but it's worth it because every minute with the Rock is a perfect minute. I mean, I, mean, there, I agree a, on that. But there's a lot to get through before that. And the first I'm two Fast and Furious movies are boring. Movie so horrible. <laughs> I love half of them. I I like. I, know you do. I like half of them, and the other half. I don't. This is not topic at anyway, all. Anyway, <laughs> we'll move that on will, from that. That will be edited out. <laughs> yes. No. Um, yeah, we got uh, Pex, and uh, he's putting on a, the, the man with the Pex, whoever he may be, is putting on a bulletproof vest um, right over his naked torso. Is that usually how it's done? Under clothes? I feel like... But would you... I've seen it that you, way in movies. I feel, I feel like typical... I'm sorry, Jessica, I interrupted you. Please continue. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like that's how I see it in movies, but um, they're, they seem very concerned about their attire as bank robbers. Like, they're wearing full suits with their masks. So I feel like they, they are. think that wearing bulletproof vests would just detract from their ensemble. Yeah, I mean, they don't want it to show, but I was thinking, 
would uh, you want to have like an undershirt under it? Would it chafe? I think it would. Oh. Yeah, I mean, probably, but I I feel like I mean I feel like you typically you know it's it you if you are wearing um, clothing to try to obscure the fact that you are wearing a bulletproof vest, then you would sandwich it between an underlayer and outer layer of clothing. Yeah, I would think so. But this guy's putting it on right over his sensitive, sensitive nipples. And, but uh, we need to see some packs. We did. I mean, it's important to start off with that because that just that just warms you up for the ride, really. Uh, I mean, we got the warm-up of the wet t-shirt contest uh, during the credits yeah. uh, with Keanu Reeves. What? That was just a tease. That was I, just a tease. I forgot about that. My God. Yeah, he's doing his training in the rain with a very tight t-shirt. And you can see just about everything. Oh, man. Very form-fitting. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, 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 that man is a work of art. Um, oh, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he, if you don't know, he was awarded uh, Most Desirable Male at the MTV Movie Awards for this movie. Which is a travesty. It is. Against Patrick Swayze in this movie. Actually, yeah, that is, that's, yeah. Uh, that is a crime against humanity. I think we need, this needs to be a question we ask every guest, and I think it, I think it's going to end up the same way every time, but we just need to make sure. Patrick Swayze, hotter than Keanu Reeves. In yes. This, in this movie, at least. I mean, hmm. Well, seeing as how Patrick Swayze is now, is now dead, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Um, sorry, I shouldn't take this on a morbid route. Yes, we've already Patrick, done that. Patrick Swayze is more is more attractive than Keanu Reeves in this movie. Okay, I don't think that's a hard sell. This is back. This is early '90s Keanu Reeves. Who I'm not. I don't want to take away from Keanu Reeves. He is a good looking man. He, he, he's handsome, but I feel like he is really like. Just so you say, you said, you said in the last episode, which who knows how long ago that was. Uh, that uh, that Keanu Reeves is a vampire who never ages past uh, past twenty five, but I don't think he'd reached twenty five yet by the time he was um, he was in this movie. I believe he was twenty four. Oh, I was. I was. Are you serious? Actually, I don't know. Uh, you think he was younger? Does he look younger than that? Do you? No, no. I was. I was. I was saying in Vampire Years. Oh, you don't think he's quite gotten there yet? Yeah. No. In, no. Even uh, even now. No. The, he he. There's a level of of maturity and confidence that he has by the time of the Matrix, which is not yet present in him. That is true. That is true. He's a young pup. But it, it's not till John Wick, where you really see his like chiseled looks yes he has he has some scruff he has some some salt and pepper and it, it really suits him yes. but you you like older men and not older I do. but at le- least I do. well yeah older i guess we'll just stick with that yeah middle-aged to older it, i mean yeah like a fine wine as they say all right, so uh, next we have, uh, after the pecs and the bulletproof vest, we see uh, even more of their preparing. When you see uh, they're putting on masks, you see a Richard Nixon mask, uh, someone is tightening their tie, they have white gloves. Um, they're so concerned about their looks. So they really have an aesthetic going on here. It's very important it's to them. It's cosplay. Yeah, maybe they're the original cosplayers as presidents. I mean, the, the, the ex-presidents are... are are two steps away from being Batman villains. Yeah. 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 I mean, they totally are. Hello, Batman. <laughs> no, the ex-presidents. Yeah. Um, Batman. <laughs> oh, this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Running. Fire up the chopper. That's Fix basically the, the penguin. That's basically the penguin. 
he sounds a bit i mean richard nixon basically sounds like i feel penguin. i feel like richard nixon could have been could have been a good choice to play the penguin if, if they hadn't offered the role today to be though yeah he wasn't an actor though like ronald reagan was no he was not imagine ronald reagan as the penguin just imagine i would prefer not to okay and we'll don't imagine that uh yeah so then we, they prepare they put on all their attire and they start cocking their guns just like cocking those guns oh so many guns so many guns yeah the two shotguns and a pistol and uh it's that they're ready to go and then we hear uh with kind of a i mean it's kind of a half-hearted reagan impression i guess i mean he, he kind of goes for it to me it sounds like mike tyson i was i said michael jackson I I didn't I didn't even think it was I didn't even think he was trying to do an impression of Reagan. I thought he was just making a silly voice. That mask is hideous. Yeah. Like they don't like, look great. like Reagan wasn't a great looking person. Um controversial opinion in this the year of twenty seventeen. But <laughs> uh but th- those those ex president masks are nightmare material. Yeah, I mean, ma- mask in general, like the, the the idea, like the eyes look so sunken. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's scary to me about them. Like Halloween mask, you can't really see who's you know, the the eyes aren't there, so it looks like they're kind of eyeless mask you know, faces. Addendum to my point about them being almost Batman villains, they are also alternatively the bad guys from a slasher movie, mm-hmm. or yeah. like like the ex. I mean, you know, I don't know. If, I don't even think it's a comedy. If I was being chased down down a, a long hallway by a man dressed as Richard Nixon wielding a knife or sharp implements of any kind and he was wearing that mask no no I'm running yeah it reminds me of the the, the good joke in uh, Baby Driver which is a movie I kind of liked uh, where they're told to get Michael Myers masks and they end up with Austin Powers masks <laughs> <laughs> Because who hasn't messed, who hasn't confused those two? You know, Mike Myers, Michael Myers. I actually had never heard of um, of Halloween until uh, Robot Chicken did a joke where mm-hmm. they combined Michael Myers and Mike Myers. And for the longest time, I thought that that was a reference to a Mike Myers movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did star in I So I Married an Axe Murderer. Mm, true. I did like that movie, kind of. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. I just know things. You just yeah, I just know things. That's that's the story of my autobiography, <laughs> the title of my autobiography. That is, uh, yeah. So they get uh, kind of a, you know a Reagan impression or Mike Tyson or Michael Jackson saying, "Little hand says time to go." Or, that's not it. No, it's it, do you have, do I have to do this? You have to do it. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> Little hand says time to rock and roll. Oh yeah, rock and roll. How could I forget that? I'm honestly a little disappointed in you. I know. We just watched that scene yeah. several times. We did, just very, very recently. Yeah, little hand says, time to rock and roll. And, and we need to we need to focus on this, I think. This is important because... That's what we do here. Because of the angle of the camera, Patrick Swayze? Well, we don't know. We don't know. Um, well, de- uh, ex-president Richard Nixon s- turns and says this line to the audience. This line oh, is not Reagan, right? Is it... Did I say Nixon? I think he's whatever. Excuse it's me, Reagan. I'm so drunk. Uh, Reagan uh, turns and says this line to the audience. It, it's not to. It's not. This line is not well, for the other ex presidents. It is for us. It, I mean, it is yes, but you, as I said, you can't tell where his eyes are looking really because of the mask. So I think he's. I think he's looking at the audience, at the camera. Yeah, like I feel, right into I the feel, camera. I feel like you can actually see his eyes in that scene. Okay. Yeah. 
I'll accept that uh, that theory. But th- but this is this is like this is the moment where where ex president Richard Nixon says to the audience like Ron Reagan. Ah, oh, god damn it! I'm gonna keep doing that. They're 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 they're. I don't know why I confuse them, but anyways, yes. One sounds like this. Yes. Uh, so so <laughs> one, this one but this is the like moment this. where ex president Ronald Reagan turns to the audience and basically is saying is like. If you if this is if you if if you're feeling tense now, it's time to get off because we're about to kick it up a notch. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a warning to the audience mm-hmm. that if they're if they're ready, come on board. But if you're not ready, get the fuck off this ex president train. You're, if you're not gonna dance, get the fuck <laughs> off the floor. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, he says that, um, and then the bank heist starts, and this is uh, this is you know classic kind of like very quick. Firing their guns in the air at the cl- close to the beginning, uh, I see, there's a guy, uh, a guard in the bank, who it stood out to me because he looks like Asian Eric Estrada with a mustache. Um, Eric Estrada specific. from from Chips. Uh, he had kind of that hair. I don't know. That just kind of stood out to me. I, I was trying to look at the people that are. They're very quick shots of them sort of going to the floor. And uh, there's another, there's a woman later who kind of looks like Jennifer Grey, uh, which I thought of because I did, as I say, recently watched Dirty Dancing. And, uh, but I, I doubt that she would agree to do a tiny cameo in this. So, probably You're not right, her. It does kind of look like Eric, Extra- Eric Estrada. Yeah. Kind of. The hair. It's that very distinctive, yeah. like, bushy middle part. Yeah. See, see, now I'm punching outside my weight class because I actually don't know off the top of my head uh, what Eric Estrada looks like. And I don't have any Eric Estrada material besides the fact that I know he's the namesake of the band Sphere. Unfortunately, they're gone. Um, R.I.P. Yep. Uh, and as for Jennifer, this is also the part where I admit I've never seen Dirty Dancing. I haven't either. Because I'm the only one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> failing, failing, the, failing to honor Swayze. I know a lot of people like it. I guess uh, I, I think it's an okay movie, um, but I was I was watching it and I was thinking of the other Swayze movies I've seen. Just we'll go on a little tangent here, uh, uh, and I really think this may be his best character, pretty unequivocally. I haven't seen all his movies, but I've seen Ghost and I've seen Dirty Dancing and I've seen Roadhouse. I haven't and that seen weird one. I haven't seen watched. Red Dawn. The weird, oh yeah, I've seen Next of Kin, and I think this is pretty like he's kind of in those movies. He's always playing the do-gooder. He's like he's kind of he, he always seems to play kind of a guy who is just in the wrong situation or means well. He's kind of you know kind of rough, but he always has a good heart, and it's kind of boring. Whereas in this one, he's uh he's a little he's he's kind of an honest bad boy as opposed to in the other movies. He's kind of just like. A movie bad boy, so I, I love know. his character in this movie. It's I do so too. Good. He's great, and he he has a maturity in this one too. It's a little bit later on, um, and I think that's what really makes it too. Is that the in the comparison, the yin and yang of Keanu and Swayze? Keanu is the young pup. Swayze is a you know he's not old, but he's he's probably like thirty something at this point, and he just has that sort of he's been around the block. And uh, anyway, Patrick Swayze, gotta love him. Um. Yeah. The, uh, the, speaking of that, uh, the guy, the man in the Reagan mask, um, jumps up onto a table and says, 
Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> the weirdest. <laughs> it sounds. He sounds like he's doing a Michael Caine impression. It's um, the. It's it's a, it's the worst Michael Caine yeah, impression. It's. I don't know where that came from. I mean, he, he, he. And then the rest of the line, he kind of, kind of goes back into the Reagan voice, but not really. It's, it's just more of a, just his regular voice. Yeah, he, he's yelling at this point. But yeah, starting off with the sort of Cockney "Hello, hello, hello" was was interesting i didn't I didn't expect that i didn't remember it but watching this that was kind of the number one thing that stood out to me he's like what yeah it's just very bizarre and what is he doing do you with think that? Kid rock boy wrote the line saying hello 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 we are the ex-presidents or do you <laughs> See, think yeah hello 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 doesn't really work like doing saying hello three times you can only really do it in a cockney accent Exactly. So I'm wondering if, if like Swayze saw that written down and was like, "Fuck this stupid line." I'm saying it's cocky. It's the only way it works. Yeah, I'm. I, mean, I wonder if uh, Swayze was a big improviser on the set. If he sort of like, ah, script schmipped. I'm gonna do my own thing here. I I I still. I'm man. I don't let you know that much about about Swayze's acting career and in, insofar as like whether he was good at improvisation. I assume that the King of Teeth, Gary Busey, oh. at no point is going on what the script actually tells him to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. I can only imagine it's just, they just let him go. I mean, he's, he's definitely the kind of actor who uh, who would just say whatever, and yeah. they would film it. Yeah, just, but, just, let's just keep that. I don't know, S- Swayze, you know, he was a dancer, uh, he, he's kind of a, a classical man in a way and I feel like he would he would probably stick more to it but yeah the hello 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 seems a little uh, odd to me yeah it's bizarre anyway they, they uh, continue the um, the bank robbery and uh, the minute, as I said the minute ends with your money's insured more people are sort of being pushed to the ground and uh, yeah this is a harder a harder minute to talk about because so much of it is taken up by um by 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 the bank heist which is just chaos. Yeah, just, it's, it's just, just a lot of quick yeah. cuts. There's not a lot of character. It's just kind of a a, a lot of yeah, very chaotic. Uh yeah, we see these uh these four people I should mention who the other presidents are. Yeah, actually I don't know who the other ones are besides Nixon and Reagan. It's Jimmy Carter and uh Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson. Oh, we, we don't see them very much in this minute, but we will in the next minute. Um, but yeah, those are the ex-presidents. Um, I mean, I imagine those masks are probably, in 1991, maybe the most common president masks. I mean, Lincoln, maybe. But, like, of the 20th century presidents. I don't think I've ever seen a Lincoln mask. Yeah, you don't see them as much. They actually do more like the recent presidents. So, so I yeah. guess I've seen well, a lot of George Bush masks. And now I'm thinking, like, they, they go... So Reagan is the most recent president at this point, and before him was Jimmy Carter. And before him was Gerald Ford. So they skip Ford, but then it goes Nixon Johnson. Well, to be right? fair... Because of that very distinguishable Ford face. Yeah, I bet there are not a lot of Gerald Ford face uh, masks that and, get sold. And, and to be fair, fuck Gerald Ford. <laughs> oh, you know who you are. Gerald Ford. <laughs> responsible for so much I don't know what he did nothing either that's the point yeah there you go okay I'm actually showing my my ignorance as well I just decided to dunk on Gerald Ford because (laughs) don't take it back why not don't take it back leave the dunk right there 
All right, fine. Edit this out. No, I will not. All right, yeah, I think that's about it for this minute. Actually, I, I oh, have, yeah, I one have more thing. no. We, there is an important thing we need to discuss, oh, which yes. is um, re- regarding the ex presidents. Among the ex presidents, who is your favorite? Not not the ones that we see on screen, but the real ones <laughs> between Reagan, Nixon, Carter. Oh, I thought and you were going to say of LB, all presidents that have been, of all the presidents oh, that no, exist. No, 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 because the obvious because then everyone would pick Taft, and that's not fun. Um, so <laughs> so much fun. So 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 yeah. Uh, my my favorite, I would have to go with. Um, I don't know. I mean, Nixon is pretty great. I mean, he, he was a terrible president, but as far as entertainment value goes. From a historical retrospective, yes, I suppose there's a lot of entertainment to be gleaned from from Nixon. In in the same way that I hope we look back on this uh, particular presidency and laugh one day. I mean, well, yeah, like give it 50 years. Give it, yeah, 100, I actually think. <laughs> yeah, maybe more. That's how long it's going to take to undo all the damage. If there was a Point Break... Real talk if, on Point Break Minute. <laughs> if Point Break was remade again 20 years from now, would Donald Trump be one of the, the masks? Almost certainly. Oh. Almost certainly. I mean, have to be. It'd be Donald Trump. And yeah, Obama, George Bush, Clinton. You know, I think those are pretty all pretty distinctive faces. Actually, yeah, no, that is a that is a a a a a a, a quartet of individuals with very very distinct facial features, except for Trump, whose distinctness is that he's a an ooze creature sagging into a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Anyway, uh, yeah, presidents, gotta love them, gotta hate them. Uh, Just so you didn't actually tell us which. Um, oh yeah, we, which, which, we all have to answer this yeah, question which, now. Which is your favorite? I, I would. I would. By the way, Jimmy Carter would definitely be like the best. Like aside from entertainment value, he was boring, but no, he, he tried was, to do. He some was a good, good president, though. Yeah, and he continues to well, do aid work. And I was all gonna that. say, like, I don't know enough about presidents, but. Isn't Jimmy Carter like famous for like loving peace and like peanuts and Yeah, he was a peanut like, farmer and he was generally trying to like, you know yes. establish pacifism as a thing and sort of try to help people generally. And he still does. And yeah, he still does you know, what... yeah. Then he's my pick. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I think we're in agreement. Jimmy Carter is like as far as like who is who has done the most good. Oh yeah, like like if we were measuring this by actually like a good president, I'd pick Carter all the way. Yeah. Um but this is this is ostensibly a comedy podcast, and so I have to go with the most comedic answer, which is of course Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, beca- the real Reagan, because because there's just something about Reagan. There is where you can't believe any of it. <laughs> <laughs> something about so Reagan. That's it. That's all there is something. to it. All right, everybody. Well, that's about it for this minute. Ew, that voice God. is just so crazy. I know. Yeah. Every time I do it, it sounds like Michael Jackson. It. I didn't. I never would have thought. Actually, I thought the person I thought of, although you would need more twang, uh, the person I thought of when you started doing that was Teabag from Prison Break. Oh God. Um, who is absolutely terrifying. Oh, and that act, that actor is in um, uh, Twin Peaks: The Return. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I've is seen him. In, I've seen him in some other things too. Yes. Yeah, he, he's always a welcome addition. He could be in the Point Break remake that we're making again. Yeah, because well, apparently because the the remake, the recent remake, was so much nothing that I 
that no one knows anything about it. Yeah, it, as I as I've uh, as I was discussing, I'm not entirely convinced it exists. There are trailers for it, and there are still screenshots, and you know, actors claim that they were in it, but those I've pe- not, I the, don't know anyone who's seen the, it. Those those Rotten Tomato meter people must have seen something that they wrote about. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's like the Shazam Kazam thing. Could be. Good. No. <laughs> no, we cannot. We can't go down that We're not rabbit going hole. To the, the Mandala effect. Oh no. <laughs> see, see, that's the thing. Is like that's a whole nother podcast. If you in it wouldn't in the horror. Sorry, I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna try this again. Take a moment to imagine a world where we live in a world where um uh uh, uh Kazam Kazam's the real one, right? Yes. The one starring Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah, Kazan. Okay, okay. Now, oh, it's a fake one, right? Oh, no, that's no, the real no, one. That's the real one. No, no, the fake, the fake one stars the fake one stars Sinbad. And it's Shazam. And yeah. it's Shazam. And I feel like I would be contributing to the downfall of civilization if I did this. <laughs> but now that I've been a part of one of these uh, anal- uh, 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 podcasts where we analyze a film minute by minute, I want to start doing a minute-by-minute analysis of Shazam starring Sinbad at no point treating it as if it is fraudulent or fictitious. That's a great idea, but yeah, I agree with you. That would maybe cause the uh, Ragnarok to happen. Yeah. Also, it, it, it creates a terrible precedent where by devising a possible plot for Shazam, you're, you're creating the possibility that someone will actually bring it into being. Yeah. And... This and could create uh, great and terrible consequences in the time vortex. As, as as Grant Morrison taught me in The Invisibles, bringing a fictitious being into the real world is dangerous, to say the least. Yeah. Now I feel like this is a movie that needs to be made about people trying to make Shazam a reality. where they And then the real Sinbad could appear as himself and then converse with his character that was never real. Hmm. And that could be like a whole sort of meta thing. Anyway. Uh, Pitching film scripts. Um, Yeah, that's about it for this minute. Uh, Be sure to to rate and subscribe on uh, iTunes. No. Richard Nixon. Also, don't we have to recommend... By way of Sean Connery. Don't we have to recommend things? This is a separate episode. (laughs) I forgot about the last segment. And I have something to recommend this time. I'm just going to start it off. Uh, the there's a uh, another uh, adaptation of Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express coming out this winter, uh, directed oh. and starring directed by and starring Kenneth Branagh. Uh, with a wait, really? Yeah. The the director of Thor, <laughs> known Thor director Kenneth Branagh. Yes. Oh my god, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, his mustache looks weird and isn't. Is it seems not right to me, but uh, anyway, I just wanted to recommend uh, the David Suchet version of uh, the Poirot that uh, is made for BBC or whatever, and uh, it's really good. It's uh, can I just jump in on this? Yeah, you, you introduced it to me, so you can talk about it. Yeah, so I might be one of Poirot's biggest fans because deep down in my soul, I feel I am Poirot, I am David Suchet's Poirot. Mm-hmm. I love I can him attest. so much. And I'm really, really upset that he's not starring in this movie. And instead, we're giving Kenneth Branagh 
this stupid walrus mustache, where instead he's supposed to be this cute little penguin creature, and I'm really upset. And the actual murder on the Orient Express, starring David Suchet, is so amazing, it makes me cry, because he's so fantastic in it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's really good, and it surprisingly uh, has has a pretty good production value for like a TV movie. It, I feel like uh, it, it surprised me in a lot of ways, and I was not familiar with the story beforehand, so I, that surprised me too. Really good stuff. So good, so good. Uh, yeah, it has it has a a pretty good cast too. Toby Jones is in it. Uh, yeah, I forget the rest of them, but good people that I've seen in other uh, other British TV movie things. Yeah. Murder on the Orient Express. Who's next? Andrew. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, when this is being recorded is a week until Halloween, and so I've decided to uh, recommend something um, horrifying. So, um, I'm going to recommend a computer game called Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> what the hell is which, this going to be? <laughs> which um, which I'm I so can't nervous. tell you much about. Because um, part of its power is in is in its twists and turns, but suffice it to say, Doki Doki Literature Club is a uh, computer game where you play as a self named character who is invited by uh, your childhood best friend to uh, to join the uh, uh, high school literature club that she and three other cute anime girls are a part of. And you spend the game um, getting to know them and reading poems that ha- they have written and them reading poems that you write. And by following certain um, p- pathways uh, in terms of what words you choose, you get to know um, uh, one of them better than you the others. And ostensibly, the goal is to, is to date them. Now that I've told you this, I should also tell you that this is a psychological horror game. And it warns you at the beginning um, that this is a game not suitable for children, and if you suffer from depression or anxiety, which I both suffer from anxiety, depression and anxiety, you should not play this game. And I'm putting this recommendation out there with that caveat. If you are somebody you. who is easily easily disturbed or um, or has or has uh, suffered from depression in their life. Or is really turned off by psychological horror, do not play this game. Um, because it has a very, very cute and friendly exterior, which, you know, I'm, I, I'm not, I may be showing too much of the game's hand by saying this, but that is not the thing you can rely on as you proceed through it. But it's great. It is an expert, like, it is, it is a game which is made um, uh, 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 in, in such a way where it is. Almost it is uh, almost everything I'm looking for a psychological horror game in a psychological horror game, um, and I recommend it. But yeah, it's called awesome. Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, that yeah, I I don't think I'm going to touch that with a ten foot pole. But uh, to those of you out there <laughs> who enjoy those sort of things, uh, it sounds very interesting. Jessa, if you dare. Oh yeah, it's on it's uh, it's on Steam. I should okay. mention that it's on Steam. You can play it on Mac or PC. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I am going to recommend... I'm going to kind of go along with Andrew's spooky stuff, and um, I'm going to recommend REC. Mm. Um, it's R-E-C, like recording, you know, like the abbreviation. Huh? Okay. Yeah. So it's Oh, that Spanish. movie. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's a Spanish horror movie, um, and it is the uh, original version of the American horror film Quarantine. Now, I have not seen Quarantine, so I can't say anything about how good that is. But Wreck is probably um, my favorite horror movie. It's, it takes place all in um, a single uh, building. And it's like uh, like one room, pretty much, of the building. Um, where a woman is recording a nightly kind of... Um, human entertainment what's that what's that called like human interest human interest piece story what was that human interest piece yes thank you a human interest piece um about what people do at night for jobs um and so she's like recording this piece following these firemen who are you know working at night to this call and some shit goes down and they get trapped inside this building and um horror is unleashed it's another found footage thing um it's you know it's kind of gory um but for those of you who are like turning off (laughs) turning your dials down because you heard found footage it is a found footage movie that uh makes sense to be a found footage movie exactly exactly and that's why i love it like it totally makes sense also why they're carrying a fucking camera around yeah and even even why they would keep it on when things go down like because they're trying to record this like they're it's important to them to try and do this so it makes sense yes and um i'll say i will say that the person who recommended this movie to me um told me that one of the scariest images they had seen um was at the end of this movie and i will agree with them that there is a very very frightening image at the end of this movie and it terrifies me um having said that Ooh, go forth and be spooky and watch it. I will actually second this uh, recommendation. Um, Wreck is, um, of the kind of horror movie that it is, it is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. I, I, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, I also, and you're I just, not even a horror movie person. Yeah, not normally. Although I, I have seen a handful that I, I really enjoy at this point, and that's one of them. I just wanted to say as well... Uh, if you're listening to this, it probably isn't Halloween uh, because it's not going to be posted by Halloween. But scary movies are great at any time, or scary games. So go <laughs> forth and enjoy. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And uh, be sure to rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. Thanks to the Pod Fathers, Pete and Alex of Star Wars Minute, for starting this whole shebang. And, uh, well, I just wanted to say... <laughs> no, it's Nixon, right? I'm going to do Nixon. Agnew! Agnew! You belong to Wormstone. I am not a surfer. I am uh, not a crook. Okay. Patrick Swayze's <laughs> performance in Dirty Dancing is one of the finest moments of cinema I've witnessed in my entire life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love Patrick Swayze. I love those pecs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Did you know about the Facebook group Point Break Minute Listener Surf Shop? Join up and talk about my movie, Point Break. Post your casting suggestions for another point remake or 
point out inaccuracies. You can also email the hosts at pointbreakminute at gmail.com, and they might read your letter on the air. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Two bricks, coming up. Woo-hoo-hoo!